Husker Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. Hi, bro. Hi, Matt. How are you? We've been busy. What did you do this week? Started a new brokerage with you. <laughs> oh my God, me too. Congratulations, by the way. It only took us 15 years, I guess. <laughs> These things take time. Congratulations, and I'm so looking forward to being Jackson Fuller Real Estate, the brokerage with you. Yeah, it's, it's a great thing. Everything's different and nothing's different at all. Still doing great people. And I'm, I'm super psyched, but we're actually podcasting from our new offices in a smoke co-working space. And in addition to having crazy fast internet, they have a nap room and a climbing wall. How you, do the kids work these days? You're never going to go home, are you? <laughs> Let's not talk about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, We've always had a very active online presence, and we've always really tried to engage uh, with anyone that comes that way. So I thought it would kind of be interesting to start start this one with a comment we got a couple of weeks ago on the blog uh, about this experience some folks had had, because it leads them to a lot of the issues we hear about and, and, and people have. So I'm just going to go ahead and read this. And here's the, here's the comment. We have an interesting situation in this Northern California market. We went and saw a home we loved, so we asked the listing agent to act as a dual agent, and they agreed. Three days later, we wrote them an email with the details of what we wanted our offer to include. They called us later that night and said the seller decided to set an offer date to look at all offers so the agent would wait to write up the offer for us to sign until then. And it continues. We felt duped because, number one, we essentially showed all of our cards in advance. Number two, the offer wasn't going to get submitted for another week anyway, although likely already communicated to the seller verbally, since he came back saying all the things he thought they wouldn't like about the offer. Number three, now he had the negotiating tool of telling other agents he already had an offer in, so they would come in even stronger than they may have otherwise. Number four, plus the fact that was that it was already a full price offer with no contingencies that they were sitting on, just made us feel like they were definitely trying to negotiate the price up. And five, perhaps this dual agent really didn't have our best interest in mind. That's the highlight for me. All right, I'm going to continue on here. Again, a sticky situation because when they started showing the house and we spoke to the listing agent, they hadn't decided to wait until a specific date to review offers. It was after we communicated our offer that they decided on the same day to update the MLS that they were now going to wait until a specified date. Again, one of those one-off reasons when a dual agency could work against you despite the potential be beneficial in terms of the seller finding it advantageous. There is, and that's the end of the comment, there is so much in this. This is 50 podcasts right here. Yes, this is this is weeks worth of a podcast coming up around agency relationships, offer dates, presentation of offers, multiple offers, kind of the whole offer strategy. Because this comment encapsulates, in my experience, just like so much of the frustration and confusion people often have with our market. And, you know, we're going to talk into kind of these very specific parts of this uh, in, in future podcasts, but it also reminds me of some of the open houses um, we've had and, and situations like this where potential buyers have walked up to us um, and, with some assumptions. 
It's very true. There is um, probably one of the biggest assumptions that we have come across many times is that if a buyer goes directly to the listing agent, that the buyer gets a better deal on the property. Exactly. And that is not the case because the seller has hired the listing agent to get the best price possible for the property. And that is in the seller's best interests. And it might not align with the buyer's best interests. Exactly. Because this gets into, you know, agency, which we'll, we'll dive into in, uh, at, a, at another point. But, you know, when you're representing, you know, multiple parties, creating that meeting of the minds is, in my experience, essentially all you can do as a, as a dual agent. And in my experience, often people come to real estate thinking that in order for them to win, someone else has to lose. And if that's your, your mindset, dual agency kind of never works out. But it also, I think, speaks to this point, which is potential buyers walk in the door kind of thinking, okay, like what's, what's an angle I can work here that no one else is going to work? And everyone starts with what they think is kind of the most important thing for the seller, perhaps let's save them some commission. Right. Right. And so I, I guess in some markets, that's certainly a valid kind of starting point. But here, it's kind of like you're up against, well, you know, save the seller some commission or generate multiple offers and do a whole lot more than whatever you might say. Right. And we did, we have had occasions where dual agency has worked very few and far between. One that worked was um, a listing. Obviously, we had the listing because it was dual agency. And uh, it had been on the market for, I think, probably about four weeks. And, um, oh my God, like a horrible agent. <laughs> you had a, a listing on the market for four weeks. It was a different time. Um, and this very nice man asked me if I could stay after the end of the open house because his wife was busy and he wanted her to see the house. And I said, sure. They, well, that was nice of you. It was. That's how I roll. And um, they came in, they looked around, and then she left. And he told me that um, he said, we want to buy this house. We'll pay full price. And he said, I've had bad experiences with agents in the past. I'd like to work with you. And he said, I'll pay cash and we can close in 10 days or two weeks or something like that. Can you make that work? And because he had already decided that the value of the property was acceptable to him when he and his wife walked through, it wasn't like I had to go back to the seller and say, well, you know, we told you at our listing appointment that we thought it was worth X. And now I have a buyer who wants to buy it for X minus, you know, whatever percent. And now I'm going to tell the seller, well, I was wrong and it's worth less. So let's do this. And oh, by the way, I'm representing both of them. (laughs) So I didn't, um, and, and, and in this case it worked because the seller had the price that they wanted to sell it for. The buyer saw the value in the property. It was this beautiful home and it was just, it was a much different market. There was, this was not a time when we were having multiple offers and crazy bidding wars. And so this worked and everyone was happy. It was, and it wasn't like someone had to lose for someone else to win. Everybody, everybody won in this deal and, and the relationships with both the seller and the buyer have continued probably 10 years at this point. Yeah. We represented both parties and additional transactions uh, after that one closed. So that is an example of one where it worked out, but we have some other ones where 
Oh, it didn't. Yeah, let's put, we have others under the not so much category. So, uh, one of my favorite is, uh, I don't know if it's favorite, but one that comes to mind is we have a listing, uh, single family, uh, just outside the city limits of San Francisco. And we've been on it again, you know, second or third weekend. It wasn't going to be an offer date. Uh, it wasn't going to be highly competitive. And a person walks through and is like, I want disclosures. I'm like, that's, that's great. I'll happy to send them to you and your agent. Who's your agent? I don't have an agent. I just want disclosures. So you're going to write an offer for me. And I'm like, well, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, you know, there was just this assumption, uh, you know, that they were coming through the door doing me a favor and that I, you know, immediately wanted to be a Google agent and, you know, was, was looking for that. And we did not work together. So, you know, that's just one example. And I know you had, uh, we had some fun ones uh, in the city. Yeah. Ooh, there was, uh, I'm, getting, I'm getting flashbacks on this one. We had a listing um, in a, a lovely condo building um, in a really desirable part of town. And I put it in the triangular part of town. <laughs> perhaps. I put it in the MLS on a Friday. And at about, I think it was about 7 p.m. on Friday, my phone rings and this guy said, um, I want to write an offer on your listing. And I hadn't shown it. I mean, it had been in the MLS for a couple hours. It wasn't on my box. It's true. And we had an offer date. And um, because we knew we wanted to have a couple weekends of open houses, show it to the brokerage community on Tuesday. And this guy says, well, I want to write an offer on your listing. And I said, you know, we were taking offers on such and such a date and I'd be happy to present your offer with any others that we get. And he said, no, I want to do this today. And I said, well, sir, um, I've had this conversation with my clients where they agreed that they didn't want to look at any offers until a given date. And we are waiting until that date. And, and, and I said, and besides, you haven't even seen disclosures on the property. And I said, if you can let me know who your agent is, I would be happy to send the disclosure package to your agent. And he said, I'm talking to her. And I said, uh, no, <laughs> it's not like, you know, you can't really demand that I'm your agent. And, and I said, I'm, I have a constitutional right to bring Jackson as my real estate agent. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. No, and I told him, I said, you know, it's, it's very likely since it's such a desirable property, it's going to be very competitive. And I said, it would not be fair for me to be writing an offer on this. So I will not be representing any buyers on my own listing. And he said, well, you have to. And I said, no. And I mean, at this point, I'm wondering why I'm on the phone at seven o'clock on a Friday night with this person. And he said, you need to meet me in your office in a half an hour to write this offer. And I said, I am not going to do that. And I, and at that point I, I didn't, well, I guess you, did I hang up on him? If I said, I'm hanging up now, thank you very much for your call. Have a nice evening. Goodbye. He, he came to the open house and he forgot shoes. He, yeah. He came to the open house wearing, wearing no shoes. And he, um, he called my manager. There were several phone calls too. You remember back when you had a manager? I do. <laughs> a whole week ago. So yeah, no, that was, that was an interesting one. And it was just an interesting approach that this guy took because he thought that he could demand that I write the offer and it doesn't work like that. And, you know, maybe, maybe you can't blame the guy because he just thinks, you know, real estate agents are money grubbing pigs and we'll do anything for a buck. 
some of them. Well, anyway, let's not go there. Let's not go there. So this is a kind of a little bit of a, a, a teaser podcast, but it's a, a very real world example that kind of brings together all of the issues that I think people wonder about. And so in our next podcast, we're going to start by kind of looking at agency relationships and just talking about what they are and kind of what the big misperceptions, miscommunications, confusions are. And just uh, unravel this comment from there. Yeah, we'll be. Um, I think we'll get what two or three podcasts out of that one comment on our blog. Two, three, or seven. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how much we feel like talking. And uh, congratulations! Congratulations, Matt. Thank you. Here we go. Oscar Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco Realtors since two thousand two. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. Wow.